What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Morning Motivation, brought to you by the Patriot Gold Group and the Public Square app last week before Christmas. I hope again this could be a week of joy. I have such a ridiculously busy week coming up. It's like a stupid, stupid busy week of no joy planned. No joy built in. I got to be intentional about it. I got to make it. That's a busy week. Two years ago, I read A Christmas Carol for the first time. I've seen all the movies. Oh, I guess not all of them. I've seen a bunch of them. The Muppets. I've, I've seen the Muppets. I've seen the Muppets version. Maybe another one. Uh, so I should read the book. As I was thinking back, here are two quotes that uh, are worth sharing. So this is in the beginning when uh, the nephew, Scrooge's nephew, comes by, invites him to Christmas dinner, and Scrooge is being Scrooge. Uh, and uh, the nephew says, I'm sure I've always thought of Christmas time when it's come around. Apart from the veneration due to its sacred name and origin. If anything, belonging to it can be apart from that. That's a good time. A kind, forgiving, charitable, pleasant time. The only time I know of in the long calendar of the year when men and women seem by one consent to open their shut-up hearts freely and to think of people below them as they really were fellow passengers to the grave and not another race of creatures bound on other journeys. And therefore, uncle... Though it has never put a scrap of gold or silver in my pocket, I believe that it has done me good, and it will do me good. And I say, God bless it. I like the whole thing's good, but I like the uh, yeah the things I like about Christmas is, of course, apart from the veneration due to its sacred name and origin. If anything could be apart from that, <laughs> like that's the source and 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 all that really matters. I thought that was a nice quote, there. but here is another powerful moment from the very very short book. Scrooge is talking to the ghost of Christmas present. And he says, forgive me if I'm not justified in what I ask, said Scrooge, looking intently at the spirit's robe. But I see something strange and not belonging to yourself protruding from your skirts. Is it a foot or a claw? And the ghost says, it might be a claw for the flesh there is upon it. Look here. From the foldings of its robe, it brought two children 
wretched, abject, frightful, hideous, miserable. They knelt down at its feet and clung upon the outside of its garment. Oh man, look here, look, look, down here, exclaimed the ghost. They were a boy and a girl, yellow, meager, ragged, scowling, wolfish, but prostrate too in their humility, where graceful youth should have filled their features out and touched them with its freshest tints. A stale and shriveled hand like that of age had pinched and twisted them and pulled them into shreds. Where angels might have sat enthroned, devils lurked and glared out menacing. No change, no degradation, no perversion of humanity in any grade through all the mysteries of wonderful creation has monsters half so horrible and dread. Scrooge started back appalled. Having them shown to him in this way, he tried to say they were fine children, but the words choked themselves rather than be parties to a lie of such enormous magnitude. Spirit, are they yours? Scrooge could say no more. They are man's, said the spirit, looking down upon them. And they cling to me, appealing from their fathers. This boy is ignorance. This girl is want. Beware them both in all their degree. But most of all, beware this boy. For on his brow I see that written, which is doom. Whew. All right, Charles, what do, we, what do we got going on here, Mr. Dickens? So uh, many say this is about the poverty of children in England a long time ago, and surely that's part of it. Uh, but I want to talk about ignorance and want in our own times, in our own lives today. I am ignorant about a lot of things, of course, but I don't want to be ignorant about the Bible we're called to not be Ephesians 4.18. They are darkened. They, they are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. Like Scrooge. Hosea 4.6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because they've rejected knowledge. I reject you from being a priest to me. And since you've forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. We need spiritual Wisdom. Proverbs 3.13, blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding for they, they, the gain from her wisdom is better than gain from silver and her profit better than gold. She, wisdom, is more precious than jewels and nothing you desire can compare with her. Wow, I love that. Nothing you desire can compare with wisdom. Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness. And all her paths are peace. She, wisdom, is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her. Those who hold her fast are called blessed. I want wisdom. And as for the little girl underneath the spirit of Christmas present, want. Dickens surely speaking about poverty here as well. The rich people are ignorant of the poverty that's around them all over the place, of course. Uh, but let's talk about want as greed because we all have that especially this time of year Ecclesiastes 6 7 everyone's toil is for their mouth yet their appetite is never satisfied no matter what you get this Christmas your appetite will never be satisfied it's like the kid who gets the present and then moves on right away to the next one that's all of us we're all the same and that's what Christmas has turned into of course getting presents I was talking to a friend about uh, about the giving and getting a presence or whatever. And he said some, some just like 
secular expression of how it's better to give than receive, right? I forget exactly what he said. And I said, um, I said, yes, it is more blessed to give than receive. You know who said that, right? And he's like, no, who? Jesus Christ said, he rolled his eyes. Just the other day we were in the van, we were driving off and we saw a family packing up their, their, uh, their van. And Jack said, he's my seven year old. He said, they are not traveling light handed. They look like they're going to the beach for eight days as they were loading up. I teach my kids when we go places, we need to be light-handed. We need to carry, bring and, and carry with us as, as little as possible. We need both of our hands. We want empty pockets as much as possible. We want to be light-handed. And Jack is like, they're not light-handed. <laughs> they're going to the beach for eight days. Uh, but how light-handed are we in our life all the time? We're not. We're drowned with possessions. You're, you are going to drown in presence here in a couple of days. Luke 12, watch out. Ooh, when the Bible says watch out with an exclamation point, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. Final line, if I uh, may share here. It's when the ghost of Christmas present is watching the, the Cratchit family. And uh, Scrooge and, and the ghost are watching uh, this family who's absolutely full of joy. I don't know how this scene is depicted when, uh, in whatever movie you've seen of the Christmas Carol. Uh, but, but in the book, they're full of joy, bounding with joy, the whole family. And Bob uh, comes in to the little house and he's got tiny Tim up on his shoulders with metal frames around his legs, holding onto his crutch. And Mrs. Cratchit says to her husband, and how did little Tim behave? And Bob says, as good as gold and better. Somehow he gets thoughtful sitting by himself so much. And he thinks the strangest things you've ever heard. He told me coming home that he hoped that people saw him in the church because he was a cripple and it might be pleasant to them to remember upon Christmas day who made lame beggars walk and blind men see Mike Slater dot locals dot com transcript night before commercial free on the website Mike Slater dot locals dot com Merry Christmas